Welcome to the Library Love Fest podcast. I'm Virginia Stanley. I'm Lainey Mays. And I'm Grace Catanolo. We are the library marketing team at HarperCollins Publishers. We bring librarians and great books together. The new year brings new offerings from our podcast. The first episode of the month will have book presentations, author interviews, voicemails from librarians like you, and more. And our mini episode halfway through the month features our Library Reads winners. Don't miss our winning author's acceptance speeches. Welcome and enjoy the show. Book Buzz, HarperCollins Book Buzz. Check it out. Book Buzz, HarperCollins Book Buzz. Brought to you by Library Love Fest. Hi, everyone. It's Lainey from the Library Love Fest podcast. We have really exciting news. We have four books represented on the June Library Reads list. The Library Reads list is a monthly list from Library Reads. Um, They put it out after librarians vote on the top 10 books coming out from all publishers. So this is voted upon and the winners are told and announced to us every month. And we ask our authors to submit audios if they want to say a direct hello. So this is what this podcast episode is. It's very fun. I really enjoy it. And we do have a couple of audios for you, but before we get into that, I'm going to tell you who made the list. So very exciting. We have Gail Sugiyama's The Brightest Star. Yay! Congratulations, Gail. It made the June Library Reads list, that top 10 list. And then we have a few books that made the Hall of Fame. So Hall of Fame is in addition to the top 10 books. It is eligible if you've made it twice before. And the third book that you have that makes the list and beyond you go into the Hall of Fame. That keeps that top 10 list really refreshed, really new. And, you know, it's always nice because you get the same representation, but also you get 10 more titles that are new or have only made it once before. So we have three authors who made the Hall of Fame. We have Tessa Bailey for Unfortunately Yours. She has six previous books that made, her, that made the list. Um, so she's a multiple Hall of Famer. Um, big congratulations. And then we have Kat Sebastian. This is her first time in the Hall of Fame. She's had two books before that made the list. She had The Queer Principles of Kit Webb and then The Perfect Crimes of Marion Hayes. So now it's eligible for the Hall of Fame. And then the same situation for our next book. We have Beatrice Williams, um, eligible for the Hall of Fame for this book, The Beach at Summerlee. She's now a Hall of Famer. Before that, she had Along the Infinite Sea and Our Woman in Moscow. Um, and so now that is our, those are our three authors in the Hall of Fame. Congratulations, all. We're very excited. All right. So this is, now we're back to the audios. This is where our authors can record something for you to say a little thank you directly to librarians who voted. Hear from Gail. Hi, my name is Gail Sukiyama, and I'm the author of The Brightest Star. Thank you to all the lovely librarians and staff out there who put the brightest star on the Library Reads top 10 lists for June 2023. I can't tell you how happy this makes me. I don't remember a time when there wasn't a library in my life. As a child and all through school, from elementary through university, libraries were a mainstay for me, a safe haven where I could ask questions and find answers. But my most life-changing library story was that I might not have had a writing career 
or written my first book, Women of the Silk, if I hadn't found an out-of-print book of essays written by a group of women anthropologists in the 1930s and 40s at the Berkeley Maine Public Library. There was very little written about the silk-working women back then, and I spent months researching to no avail. I was about to give up until I was told there was an essay in a book that would provide me with all the background information I needed. Fate was on my side when the book wasn't found on the shelf, but downstairs with the books that were going to be put up for sale. It was a bit of kismet, and I'm forever thankful to that wonderful library. Libraries have remained a big part of my writing life, no less than in writing The Brightest Star, which was inspired by Anna Mae Wong, the first Asian American movie actress during the early days of Hollywood, who knew she wanted to be an actress before the age of nine. She forged a career in Hollywood from early 1920s silent movies and successfully made a transition to the talkies. During the time when the anti-miscegenation laws and racism were part of her everyday life, she learned she could never be a leading lady because she could never kiss the leading man. She watched lesser white actresses in yellowface play the roles of Asian characters, while she was giving supporting roles as a servant or an evil villainess who had to die at the end of the movie. Still, she persisted within the Hollywood studio system, which dictated the lives of actors and actresses and finally had to go to Europe to kickstart her career. At the same time, the discrimination didn't just come from Hollywood. Her own Chinese father had equated being an actress to being a prostitute and hoped a good marriage would save his daughter. She was relentlessly hounded by him to get married. Anime struggled to live in a time when she never felt Chinese enough for the Chinese and never felt American enough for the Americans. She fought personal and professional battles, but still managed to make nearly 60 films, including The Toe of the Sea, The Thief of Baghdad, and Shanghai Express. In writing The Brightest Star, I wanted to offer an intimate look at what made Anime Wong press on, even when it was detrimental to her own health. She not only survived all the racial and gender injustices of being an Asian American woman during the early days of Hollywood, but was an extremely complex and intelligent businesswoman who was as fragile as she was tough. I loved learning that she was in a fashion icon, a big reader, that she spoke several languages, sang and danced, and also wrote articles and essays. Animate Wong's story is not only about early Hollywood, but about the complexities of family and ambition and survival in a culture of racism. Thank you so much for this honor and for all your support throughout the years. I'm endlessly grateful. Yeah, was so great. And this book is really important. It's a snapshot of history and a really important tale from women's history. Um, we had Gail on our inaugural writers to watch program um, in January. And that was just so great. Even the conversation between the panelists was really, really wonderful. So we'll link to that. And now we have an audio from Beatrice Williams, author of The Beach at Summerlee. 
Hi, I'm Beatrice Williams, and I could not be more thrilled that my new novel, The Beach at Summerlee, is a Library Reads Hall of Fame pick for June. What an honor. Uh, libraries and librarians have played such a big role in my reading life as well as my writing life over the years, and library patrons have played such a big role in my writing career as incredibly enthusiastic and supportive readers of my work. So I am hugely honored and I could not be more excited for you to pick up and read and I hope enjoy this book over the summer. Now in the beach at Summerlee, we return to Winthrop Island, which is the enclave I created in my earlier book, The Summer Wives, uh, loosely inspired by the real life and very exclusive Fisher's Island in Long Island Sound. Now this time around, uh, it's the summer of 1946, the summer after the end of the war, and a Soviet spy has infiltrated the quiet social fabric of this summer resort. Uh, a radio operator, in fact, who's transmitting vital and highly classified information about the U.S. atomic energy program to the Soviet Union. Uh, the discovery of this betrayal overturns the lives of many of the island's residents, and in particular, Amelia Winthrop, a young woman on the brink of adulthood. She's a descendant of some of the original English settlers on the island, but her father is now a caretaker to the wealthy Peabody family. Uh, the Peabody's have two uh, rather attractive sons who have just returned from the battlefield and with whom Amelia has a bit of a tangled romantic history. Uh, so that when the FBI turns up on her doorstep asking Amelia's help, uh, in discovering the identity of this person who is betraying uh, the United States from the grounds of the Peabody estate, Amelia is forced uh, to make a choice between her loyalty to this family that's been so generous to her over the years, her love uh, for the young man uh, who's a member of the Peabody family, and of course her duty to her country and uh, to humanity, in fact. Uh, she doesn't want this information to make its way to the Soviet Union and its totalitarian regime. Uh, so the action goes back and forth between the summer of 1946, this momentous summer for Amelia, where she's forced into these difficult decisions, uh, and several years later uh, when she's an adult. And she's called back by the CIA this time. Uh, this Soviet spy that she put in prison is going to be exchanged for a U.S. spy who's still imprisoned in the Soviet Union. And so she has to come to Washington for one last meeting, uh, with this person she put in prison uh, and confront the consequences of everything that happened that summer and the betrayal uh, that, uh, that really changed her life and the lives of the people in the Peabody family. So that's uh, The Beach at Summerlee in a nutshell. It's part of my whole Cold War uh, obsession. Such a fascinating time in the history of the world. So many layers, uh, so many complex choices uh, and, and, and political layers and all those things that make a story so rich and fascinating, certainly to me. So you have this Cold War thriller all wrapped up in a family drama. I hope that you will love and enjoy these characters as much as I do, uh, and that your summer is full of terrific reads and, of course, many visits to your wonderful local library.
Beatrice has been a huge supporter of libraries and she's come to several of our shows through the years. And we are very excited that we heard this news and that she made the Hall of Fame. Um, really, thank you, Beatrice. Um, that was really wonderful. And our two other others, I don't have audios from them, but they've been featured on the podcasts in the past. Um, I will link to that. But everyone on this list that we have, all four of these authors, are just such big supporters of libraries and they have made that known. They have made it known to us and on the podcast in the past. So we were over the moon to hear about all of these authors making the June library read list in some form or fashion. So now it's time to get started voting on the July library reads list. If you need some recommendations, we always have something fun going on on our socials or our website, librarylovefest.com. But we have July eligible titles up on our social, and we would love for you to go take a look. And, you know, before we go, we do have one voicemail that I want to play. We asked a question, what's your favorite band book? Hi, I'm answering the monthly question of what is my favorite band book. My name is Rosa Roberts, and the library I'm at is Peggy Carnahan Elementary School Library. The, my favorite band book is The Catcher in the Rye. Thank you. Well, it's been a great time with you, telling you all of our great news. We're so excited. Congratulations to our authors. And now it's time to get going on the next one. I really hope we can see you again next month. If you have any questions or you want to see the full list of Library Reads winners, head over to librarywreads.org. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Library Love Fest podcast. For more information, go to librarylovefest.com. Enjoying the show? We would love to hear what you think. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at Library Love Fest, on Instagram and TikTok at Harper Library. And you can always give us a call and leave us a message you might end up on the show. That number is 212-207-7773. Be sure to rate and review us and share the show with a friend. Until next time. Thank <laughs> you.